everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Collectively Coexisting, a podcast by Remember the Girls. This month for our Carrier Connections program, we are featuring Kennedy's Disease. Carrier Connections is sponsored by Horizon Therapeutics, Sanofi, and Ultragenics Pharmaceutical. And today we are so excited to bring on Allison, who is a carrier of Kennedy's Disease. And she's going to be talking about her journey being a carrier and what life has been like for her. Um, so Allison, thanks so much for being here. We can just jump right in. And I would love to ask you if you could please introduce yourself to our listeners. Okay, well, hello everyone. Uh, my name's Alison. I live in uh, the West Midlands in England, in the UK. Uh, I'm 55 and uh, my father was diagnosed with Kennedy's disease. So when did you first learn that you were a carrier of Kennedy's disease? Was it at the time your father was diagnosed? Was it after? Can you tell us more about that story? Okay. It was 2012 and my dad was poorly in hospital. And luckily we had a neurologist who was looking after us. And he felt that my father had Parkinsonism. And he had some fasciculations that he spotted, which was a new word to me completely. Dad was actually on a ventilator at the time. He'd, he'd collapsed. He'd been very poorly. Um, he felt that he'd got this Kennedy's disease, but wasn't quite sure, so had to do some blood testing. So it was a genetic blood test that Dad had that confirmed that he had Kennedy's disease. He got better and came home out of hospital, and we were advised to go and see a professor at a hospital in Birmingham to discuss further because it was something I, even though I'd been nursing for many years, I'd never heard of. Obviously, I'd been on Google and been very busy asking lots of questions. So she advised us to have some genetic testing. That's myself and his sister. And from my blood test, it confirmed that I was a carrier of Kennedy's disease. So a real shock, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, I can't imagine. You know, I know that Kennedy's disease, usually the symptoms come on later in life. So I can't imagine, you know, going through so much of your life and your dad going through so much of his life and having no idea about this condition. Um, but when when you found out that you were a carrier, what were you told? Were you told that you could have any symptoms? Were you told either way? Um, I guess if it, if it was, I'm sorry, did you say 2012? 2012, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I guess you were, by that time, all out of, like, childbearing years. So yes, yes, I was, they, yeah. What did they, like, explain to you then what it meant to be a carrier in terms of oh. what it would look like for you? Yeah, uh, she did explain to me, obviously. Um, at the time, I, I've already got two daughters and wasn't planning to have any more children, so that wouldn't sort of affect me in that respect. But she did explain to me that, obviously, my children would have a, a, a chance of, of also being carried, carriers for Kennedys. So they were obviously informed about my test results, and it's been left with them for should they wish to go off and they have their own genetic testing before they have children. I'm not a grandma yet. <laughs> okay, so so yeah, your daughters then they know that they have a chance of being carriers as well, but um, you know, they'll be the ones who make the decision 
If yes, of course. Point. Yes, of course. My father was 76 when he was diagnosed, so he was wow. later in life. And um, I'm very lucky. I'm a member of the um, KD UK um, support group on Facebook. Uh, Eric Major and the gang on there are absolutely fantastic. They were of a great support to me. Sadly, I lost my father two years later, um, and they were they were a massive support to me. And there's also a, a support group out in Australia. They were fabulous too. So kept in touch with them, done a little bit of fundraising with them as well. Um, but obviously the the career aspect obviously affects me in different ways. The professor in Birmingham um, spoke to me and she said, it is quite rare, but some carriers can also have symptoms. And obviously being a lady of a certain age, the menopause, that gets blamed for so many things in later in life. But I do feel that some of my... Um, I have cramping in my legs. I have sometimes an, a swallow issue. I do feel that's related to Kennedy's. And I'm also a member of the Kennedy's Carriers Facebook group. And again, that's a great support where we can chat openly and discuss things. And I think it is more common than than, than you give it credit for. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. I, it was actually pretty challenging to find much information online about symptoms in Kennedy's disease carriers, which actually surprised me because over the last, you know, five years, I've actually talked to a lot of Kennedy's carriers and I, yeah. I thought, yeah. heard that they all seem to think that, you know, they were having symptoms. So it definitely doesn't seem to really match up that it's, you know, rare. I feel like it is probably more common, just need that yes. research to really yeah. figure it out. But I think it's such a good point as well, what you say about a lot of these issues being blamed on menopause, because yes. it happens in a lot of excellent conditions. It happens in the one that I carry, ALD. So many issues um, in women, you know, in their late 30s, 40s, 50s, they're they're thought to be related to menopause or related yes. to yeah. childbirth. And everything just kind of gets lumped in. And it's hard, yes. to, yeah. you know, yeah. I guess at this point, we don't uh, there's no way to necessarily know. Um, definitively one way or the other, but it's like, yes, yeah. just get lumped into like being an older woman, you just have these problems. But like, yes, I think you could also probably look to your friends and see like, you know, my friends aren't all having these problems. So different there is things, a chance. Yeah, different yeah. problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I know that you you have a unique experience in finding out that you are a carrier um, a bit older than a lot of other women do um yeah. most women in remember the girls i would say they found out after having a son who was diagnosed with an x-linked disease a child yeah yeah um, but i guess with with katie it's just so unique in that it does mostly affect people at an older age so i feel like you've had a bit of a different experience learning that yes. you're a carrier. so yeah what does the term carrier mean to you well obviously it, it's quite empowering in one respect and then quite upsetting in another because this is forced upon you for no choice but you just have to really sort of research your way through it and find the best way through to cope with it isn't it it's it it is different for me because I, I don't have any sons so so that that worry was taken away from me but then I also have the worry from my daughters and if they're going to have to go through any sort of you know, um, genetic testing with regards to children they could be carrying or before they get pregnant. So they've got all that to uh, to research and, and to look into. And do you talk about it 
I mean, I guess now it's been over 10 years, but do you talk about it still with them? Like, or are yeah, they kind of older yeah. now? So, I mean, I mean, obviously they, they were younger then. They were 10 years younger. So they were sort of teenagers. They're now in their twenties. So they're now looking towards sort of settling down, getting married, having a baby. So obviously it's more, it's more apparent now. I don't, I don't think it was as apparent in, in sort of the time when we got dad, but it is now. So it is something we do discuss, but I won't ever force them to go for any testing if they don't want to, that, that's up to them. Uh, but they'll know the, the pros and cons and the fors and against, and it's up to them, really. I think that's great too, that they not only have you, but they also have each other. Um, yes, yeah. That are in a similar situation. Yes. So if you could go back before you knew about Kennedy's disease, what is something that you would tell yourself? Ooh, I mean, that's a really tricky question to answer because obviously I I, I didn't, I, I, I know of obviously genetic disorder from my nursing background and obviously people who've had children with, with other sort of X-linked disorders. So it's always been sort of an interest for me when I worked in the paediatric department. I also work as a school nurse now. So obviously I look after children at my school with X-linked disorders as well as, as sort of other health problems. So I'm always ready to research and have a read and have a look around and have a think, chat to parents, chat to different people. So... Uh, I think it's keeping open mind really is what I tell myself. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's so great too, that you found, you know, these support groups and specifically one, you know, with a lot of people in the UK as well. I know you mentioned yep. that you're part of a few different groups, um, but I've been friends with Eric on Facebook for a couple of years. I think we just got connected through Facebook. So I think it's great, you know, that you could just turn to the internet and be able to find other people like, Absolutely, anyway. he's my he's my bro, and he calls me sis. And uh, we Aww. have met up a we have met up a couple of times, and I've been on holiday in the area, so I always nip in and say hi and how are you doing and what's what. So I was oh, lucky to go to I was lucky to go to the conference a couple of years ago in the East Midlands and met a lot of lovely people from around the world. And I know there is a conference coming up in London in November. Again, um, there are experts there from London Clinic that look after. KD sufferers but they're also open to sort of questions from carriers so hopefully if I can get time and I can get down there I'll go and attend for the day and listen to see what's new yeah that's really amazing um so I know that you've been part of remember the girls for a couple of years now um as well so why did you join remember the girls I, th I think it is important to have some empathy with other people who are in your similar situation. And I also find it very interesting, like I say, from my nursing background, to to sort of listen to other people's stories, listen to what other people are going through, and, and educate myself on different sort of disorders that are out there, different syndromes that are out there. So I think it's really important, and, it, and it's of a great support. Yeah, and it's so interesting, you know, we do have a bunch of women in our group who also come from different medical related backgrounds. I think that that gives you a really unique perspective, you know, on not only your status as a carrier or your dad's diagnosis, but just, you know, the disease in general. And um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we have one last question and this is something that we ask all of the lovely ladies who come on and share their stories with us. Um, what is one word that comes to mind when you think of Remember the Girls? Support, immediately. My first thing, support, definitely. 
And I know that there the, are the ladies out there all around the world. And I think it's just a great way to get together and support each other. Awesome. Well, I'm so glad that, you know, you've been part of Remember the Girls for all these years. And thank you so much, Alison, for coming on to share your story with Kennedy's disease. Well, thank you. And all the best to everyone out there. And I hope you're all fit, well, and everybody in your family is okay.